0: You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Right here in the News Talk powerhouse in North Alabama, we got Right Side Radio. Like the man said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, we're going to pause our discussion of current events in the news and, and go talk to someone that all of y'all are going to want to meet. Uh, John Roberts is on the line with us. John has uh, recently announced his uh, candidacy uh, for the U.S. Congress, a seat being vacated by Mo Brooks as he runs for U.S. Senate. Uh, Roberts, uh, John Roberts served as a business retention and expansion director for the Huntsville-Madison County Chamber of Commerce. Uh, He also co-founded something called the North Alabama Home Building Academy. He listed service on his uh, resume as uh, working on the executive team for Free to Teach and the North Alabama Red Cross and among others. He's uh, a graduate of the University of Alabama, grew up in Hartsell and apparently lives with his wife Madison right here in Huntsville. So, John Roberts, uh, welcome to Right Side Radio. We appreciate you being on the air with us. Hey,
1: Cinders, Thanks for having me today. Excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, man, so you've, you've jumped in the fray. I, I got to admire that. I uh, haven't run for office before. I know that that comes with both blessings and curses. So I'm going to ask you the same as I've asked every other candidate in your race. Are you sure you want to do this?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I, I want to go to Washington, DC. Um, you know, the reason I want to go to Washington is because I think for too long uh, we've sat by and accepted the status quo. You know, we, we get comfortable with these career politicians They go up there, they recycle the same cheap establishment talking points instead of focusing on real solutions to real problems. And, you know, I want to go to Washington, Phil, and um, go up there, produce results uh, that make a difference in people's lives uh, and improve North Alabama. And also I see an opportunity to grow the Republican Party with the younger generation. I'm a millennial. Uh, We're now the largest voting block in America. And I think we have to get young people involved, and as a conservative, We've got to do a better job of articulating why conservative policies are the most effective at providing people opportunity to succeed, uh, and not this radical socialist agenda that's being pushed on the left. So I'm hoping my candidacy, you know, we can get that next generation engaged, grow the Republican Party, take back the House and Senate in 22, and the White House in 24.
0: Well, I, and I like everything you just said, all right? everything, And, and I agree with everything you just said. Uh, y- your, your generation is not the future of the party. Your generation is the party. And, sure. um and I, and I think that too often that gets overlooked. Um, but and and, it, and by the way, I will also say this: uh, you know, on the one hand, you look at it and go, "Okay, can one guy go and make a difference?" But then, if you yep. look at the fact that, like, you've got people like um, uh, Congressman Dan Crenshaw, who's one individual oh, yeah. who has gained a name for himself and is able to speak because of that. But then, on the other side, you've got someone who is arguably a millennial. Uh, And the most liberal person in Congress, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, well, Mm -hmm. for her cause, she has made a name for herself and everybody wants to know what she has to say. So I I would assume it is possible for one person to make a difference still.
1: Sure. No. And Congressman Crenshaw is one I follow closely. I think he's done a great job of uh, dividing, you know, his time with uh, getting people excited about the Republican conservative movement, but also doing important legislation. Um, And I I certainly want to be of the same mold. I I think we've got an opportunity uh, to go up there and lead. And and being young, I think, is an asset right now. Um, And as you mentioned, you have AOCs of the world. They do soak up a lot of the time. um, And people, you know, once you get that platform, um, you know, you're able to listen. I think we're able, as a younger group, uh, we can work the social media a little bit better and be a little bit more effective on our messaging. And I think we lack that on the right side of the house. I'm hoping to contribute positively to that. So
0: is this your first foray into politics?
1: It is. Yeah, you know, not a career politician. I've never run for office other than uh my student council back in elementary school, uh, which I was victorious, I'll say, in that race, but this is <laughs> my first uh jump into the arena.
0: Outstanding. Yeah, that's uh and, and I I did the same. I ran for student government in ninth grade. That was my first foray into politics, but <laughs> um uh so so um let me ask you this, is there any particular you know, cause that you, you consider to be your niche? Because one of the things I discovered with eight years in the state Senate was that y- you can't go down there and, and suddenly become an expert on everything. And everybody wants you to be an expert on right. everything, but at some point you develop your niche. Mine became um, fiscal economic development type issues and military issues. Sure. Those were the things that I wound up saying, that's that's where I can I can hone in. Is there a place where you see yourself honing in, so to speak?
1: Yeah, Phil, I want to go up there. I want to be the workforce congressman of the United States. Um, I think workforce is pivotal right now. Um, you look at all the help wanted signs. You look at uh, businesses that are struggling to fill jobs. Uh, we've done a great job here as a community, um, and credit to the team at the chamber that I've worked with, uh, Mayor Battle and his administration, and other partners across the region. Uh, we recruited a lot of great companies, have a local uh, homegrown companies that are doing well, but they need the workers. Um, And we've got to build the infrastructure out where people can get the training and the tools to advance themselves and they can climb that socioeconomic ladder. I think um, educational opportunity and aligning K through 12 um, with with whether it's a workforce program, uh, you know, Calhoun, great, or four-year programs and aligning that with industry is so key. Um, And, you know, there's a uh, certainly the federal government plays a, a role in building out those opportunities. So that's what I want to focus on
0: well that, that's good stuff and I, and I'll be honest with you you, you you're, you're 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 buying time with me right now that's that's true because that's that was one of my personal hot button issues when I was in the state Senate and I was the sponsor of the the dual enrollment bill which allowed students to go to yep. high school and also go get their two-year uh, technical degree if they wanted to and you could graduate from high school you know and be a, a master welder or you know or move that's into right. the trades and and there's such an absence of opportunity right now kids don't see that you can make a you don't everybody's not going to have a white collar degree, but you can make a great That's living exactly it. Uh, in the trades. And um, I mean, you can graduate. High and school. Sure, and I'd
1: love to make a plug there for the trade education. Um, so I, I worked at the Home Builders Association. Yeah, I um, mean, I saw the value of the trades and what they do for the economy and the great careers opportunities that are out there. And you can make a good living. So I don't know if you've had any troubles with with your plumbing or anything recently but uh check the bill the next time you do have have to call a contractor over it ain't cheap um uh, and so you know no. showing people that that's a viable path and it's not just showing the kids it's, it's talking to the parents and saying hey you know this is a great career opportunity for your, a young person to pursue uh the demand is there um the dollars are there and you get to work you know you get to be innovative hands-on build things create things I think there's just so much value um, in the trades, and I've got a great respect for the men and women that go and do that every day.
0: Well, and I, and I think you'll also find, too, that if you did like a dual enrollment program or something like that, mm-hmm. when you came out of high school with a – and i use a welding certificate again. You could go down to the boatyards in, uh, at Austell in Mobile That's right. and be making sixty or 70000 a year to start because you you did that, and that's, that's, good, that's good bank right there when you're fresh out of high school. Um, Absolutely, but, uh,
1: especially with the growing debt crisis uh, in the university system. Um, you know, that the, the cost of tuition keeps climbing and climbing. Uh, so I think that, you know, pursuing those alternative routes and, and making sure we provide the resources for those programs to be successful is, is certainly vital right now, and I certainly want to continue playing a role in that.
0: Well, let me ask you about fiscal policy for a minute. Um, sure. So right now it is a, um, it is a spending nightmare up there in, in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got infrastructure is, is one of the hot topics right now. Even, even yep. a number of Republicans are getting on board, uh, uh, with a plan now that would, you know, create another trillion or more in, in spending and, right. and all the spending issues aside, let me ask you this. If you were, if you were, if you were faced with, um, let's say with your experience having worked for the chamber here and the national chamber of commerce approaches you in DC and they say, you know, Congressman Roberts, we need you to support a tax hike in order to pay for additional infrastructure. Cause it's what we need back home. Are, are you a Congressman who would or would not support tax increases in that regard?
1: I'm a hard no on tax increases, Phil. Um, I think we have a lot of wasteful spending uh, you look at the billions we ship overseas. I mean, look at the latest COVID bill um, back last year. You know, they're sending millions of dollars to the JFK Performing Arts Center. I promise, there's money uh, to be found and to be more efficient and effective with what we, we are allocating now. Our spending continuously goes up and up, um, and we're at a dangerous point right now um, with the bills. And you got the one trillion there sitting in the latest bill. You've got they're trying to push through 3.5 trillion in reconciliation. We just can't sustain this. So I'm a hard no on new taxes. And we've got to get back to being responsible. Uh, the men and women out there, they, they balance their checkbooks. They have to do it. The state has to do it. Mayor Battle and his administration has to do it. But the federal government, they can go just have a blank check. That's, uh, that's not right. And don't go up there and, and be against that.
0: Well, listen, uh, John, we're going to be heading into a break here in a second. Can you hang on through the break? Okay. I want to talk to you some more Absolutely. before we hit the bottom of the hour. All right, listen, folks, we're on right now with uh, congressional candidate John Roberts from the Huntsville area running for Congress along with a number of other people who have already been on the show, uh, and, and, and not Casey Wardinsky, Dale Strong, and, and we're, we're, we're getting them on the show because you need to know who these people are. They're running to represent you in, in some of the most important places in the world, and D.C. is indeed a swamp. But it's also our swamp, all right? It's the place where the laws that govern your life come from, and we need people up there who are going to be solid, conservative, and just plain right. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM. We'll be right back after this break. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, look, we're glad you're with us. Our audience is filled up with a whole bunch of good folks, Right Side ruffians, the kind of people who say, you know what, not on my watch. And uh, and I appreciate that very much. Hey, let me tell you uh, folks about uh, my friends at Otter Creek Farm before I go back to John Roberts. Otter Creek Farm is like an oasis in the midst of North Alabama. You may not have heard of it. That changes now, all right? Otter Creek Farmstead is their, com is their website. Otter Creek Farm, man, that place is beautiful. Hundreds of manicured acres. If you like to go quail and pheasant hunting, they've got the guides, the dogs, the shotguns, all of the acreage to do it on. And they've also got, by the way, a culinary team that will cook for you like you would not believe. So here's the thing. They got a special dinner series going on Thursday nights in the summer. You can go out there just to dine, all right? I took Charlene out there recently. What a night. A five-course meal with a wine pairing for each course. And I like to say I'm not that sophisticated, but man, I felt like a king that night. OtterCreekFarmstead.com. That's the website, Otter Creek Farm. My friends run that place and they do a good job of it. All right, I'm going to go back to congressional candidate John Roberts right here in the Huntsville area. And, and John, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, you're not going to get many cream puff interviews when you run for office, but I, I believe in giving you a pass on the first one. All right, so do this for that. me. Yeah, you know, Do this for me, though. Set aside all the talking points and, and the campaign stump speeches. Just tell us something about sure. you. What do you do in your off time? What what are your hobbies? Uh, what do the people out there need to understand that you're like when you're not trying to run for Congress?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and Phil, I appreciate you uh, asking me a personal question. And uh, as you know, running for office sometimes you don't get the opportunity um, to talk about things. But uh, I've got a lovely wife, Madison. Uh, we just hit the three year mark, so so far so good. She's she's still there when I get home at night. So I appreciate that i uh, got two great nephews up in Nashville, a beautiful new niece over in Florence. Uh, my spare time, I'm, I'm a big, big into running and, and working out, do that every morning. I'm an early morning riser and take care of it there. Uh, love to read as well, uh, mainly politics. Um, I've been pretty deep in, in the Robert Caro LBJ series right now, which is, uh, that guy was an absolute animal. Uh, fascinating read. Uh, and then Alabama football is, uh, is high on the priority list. Um, and now growing into basketball as well, we got the program going there. Um, and then I'm, I'm involved in my church, uh, and then volunteering in some nonprofits free to teach red cross board, uh, that pretty much fills up my time right now. And then obviously now we got politics to throw in the mix.
0: Well, good on you. And, um, uh, you know, I, I will just tell you that, and I think Charlene's probably listening to the show right now, but I say all the time that Charlene is not only good for my image, that's my wife, not only good for my image, but she is literally, um, she's my right hand. I mean, she, she she was there at every step of the way in the political arena and still today even in the radio arena. So um, blessings on you and Madison as you uh, take this sure. new bold step. And uh, thank you for being on Right Side Radio today.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Phil, and, and appreciate the invite
0: absolutely all right folks that was john roberts who is running for congress uh here in the north alabama area we we've, we're trying to have them all on all right if you're if you're running for one of those important seats then we want you to know that you've got an opportunity to come on here and i will give you the opportunity to tell us about yourself and tell us what your platform is and then i'll ask you some hard questions and uh and and so the truth be told uh it, it is not fun to run sometimes. I mean, there are times when it's great. I, I loved it. I loved getting out and meeting folks. I loved that part of it. Then there's the mudslinging part that makes life miserable. Um, but all said and done, uh, running for office is is not for the faint of heart. And, and so whether it be Dale Strong, Casey Wardensky, John Roberts, anybody running for U.S. Senate right now, Linda Blanchard, uh, Jessica Taylor, Mo Brooks, and Katie Britt, uh, if you're putting yourself out there it is more than just a popularity contest. It is like saying, I hope you find me worthy. And, and then the, the crowd decides whether you are or are not. And it can, be, it can be one of those things that I've seen, and unfortunately I've seen it, where, where people will get into running and their identity becomes running. And they don't feel validated unless they run because they don't have the internal validation that they, they need. And the external validation is what they thrive on. And that's a dangerous thing. But I'll tell you also, too, there are some wonderful people in office. And, and so I am not one of those that believes that all politicians are corrupt. I'm not one of those who believes that there is no hope for our system. I am not one of those who believes that we cannot recover uh, what we have lost in terms of the socialism that's trying to creep in upon our capitalism. Uh, do I believe there's problems? Yeah, there's a lot of problems. I wouldn't be on this radio show if I didn't believe there's a lot of problems. But I also believe there's a lot of good. And I believe we can capitalize on that good and take it to the next level. And 2022 is coming, all right? It's gonna be here before you know it. You're gonna get sick of TV commercials and radio ads for politicians. But in the end, you've got to exercise that right to vote. You've got to explore your candidates and don't just take what they say in their, uh, their, their stump speeches. Go find out what they're like as a person. What do they do in their off time? Make sure you understand what their marriage is like. Make sure you understand what their values are. Do they look like you, so to speak? That's who you want to vote for. Listen, folks, we're going to open up the phone lines coming up after this, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. We're going to open up the phone lines and hear what you have to think about uh, news, and I'm also going to tell you something that just happened at the Huntsville City School Board that will blow your mind. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back after this.